Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. You know, all I need to say is this, five-year-old Lamborghini. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know the story. It took place earlier this week here in Utah. Uh, to get you back up to speed and refresh your memory on some of these details, let me turn to my colleague, Andrew Adams. He had a great report on Monday, even spoke to the uh, the trooper who was involved in this incident. Uh, here is Andrew Adams of KSL 5 Television. It was a five-year-old boy. Repeat, the driver was five years old. The trooper simply couldn't believe it. He said he'd never seen anything like it. I mean, check out this picture. It was supplied by Utah Highway Patrol of the five-year-old. They obviously scrubbed his identity, by the way. Somehow, investigators say he grabbed a key off a hook, hopped into his parents' car, and was able to make it all the way from about 17th and Lincoln to around 25th Street on southbound I-15. At that point, the driver said he was able to initiate a stop, and the boy, who was clocked at 32 miles an hour, seemed to know what to do by pulling over. He was sitting on the front edge of the seat so that he could reach the brake pedal to keep the car stopped while I was standing there. And I helped him get the car into park and shut the vehicle down. And from there, that's when you and I uh, learned of this crazy story. I first saw about this in a, a tweet from Utah Highway Patrol. I read that here on these airwaves. And then, and then, and then, this story took a turn I would never have predicted. Before I, before I get to where this story leads, I want to tell you, as you well know, I'm a father. I've got this little six-month baby girl named Piper. I'm just learning how to become a father. I'm learning about uh, discipline and such like that and how to teach uh, good manners and how to teach this and that. And I know she's only six months old, so what, she's learning, what is she learning along those lines quite yet? Not too much. But it is something that is on my mind. I want to be sure that as she grows up, and that as I execute my duties and responsibilities as a parent, that I'm doing so wisely and that I'm making the right moves and I'm not setting her down some nasty path where she's going to be a little uh, hellion, uh, breaking all the rules, breaking all the laws, and getting herself into trouble. All right, with that said, let me share with you a later KSL television report, this time by Mike Anderson, who tells the second half of this story. Adrian Zamaripa, uh, his sister was watching him. Uh, she fell asleep. He grabbed the keys and got into the family's car and took off. His family was scared. He got in a lot of trouble yesterday. Today, he's getting a different experience. This car is bad. My Lamborghini is bad. 
I know. Let's not reward bad behavior. We're going to hear a lot of that today. Little Adrian's family says, though, they couldn't pass up the chance to let him live out his five-year-old dream today. His parents and sister tell me they put a lot of fear into him after the stunt he pulled yesterday. Utah Highway Patrol dash cam shows how a state trooper caught up with them as he was driving down I-15. The family says it's not been an easy time. They've had a lot of hate comments targeted toward them since Adrian, uh, them and Adrian. Adrian's sister, Sydney Estrada, says she may never forgive her. Now, you heard Mike Anderson there report that this family has received a lot of hate. I am by no means advocating that. And am I, uh, by any means, I am not uh, sending any hate their direction myself. What I am saying is that they really do not deserve any praise. That's for sure. And what absolutely should not be happening is that this little boy, Adrian, five years old, stole a car, got into it, uh, drove down the road through the streets of Ogden, ultimately getting onto I-15, accelerating that vehicle to some 32 miles an hour, is weaving out of, in and out of traffic, traffic, mind you, which is traveling at highway speeds, endangering every one of those lives, not to mention his own. That's when the highway patrolman catches wind of what's going on. Uh, it sees that there's a car swerving around, not a, exactly going the speed as everyone else, and lights him up. Now, inexplicably, this five-year-old knows that when there are lights in the rearview mirror, you got to pull the car over to the side. Somehow, inexplicably, he's able to pull that off. Miraculously, he's able to pull it off safely. The highway patrolman approaches the car, sees that it's a five-year-old boy. Uh, he takes the appropriate action to make sure that the scene is safe, the boy is safe, and all those around are safe. And then the news gets wind. And then, and then the owner of a Lamborghini reaches out and says, Hey, uh, hey, uh, you, you know, I, uh, I, I'm uh, rich and successful, and I own a Lamborghini, and uh, if you'd put me on the news, I'd certainly uh, give this little boy a ride. Now, I uh, exaggerated a little bit. I don't know if he said that it was a requirement that he be on the news for this little boy to get a ride, but uh, that's what ended up happening. We see uh, in that second report you just heard from Mike Anderson that this little boy uh, is in the passenger seat of a Lamborghini, uh, smiling, grinning from ear to ear. That is not 24 hours after he did something which very likely could have ended someone's life. Not one life, but many. And maybe yours. Maybe someone in your family. It's a miracle that that didn't happen. It's a miracle that that boy uh, didn't end someone's life. And when he took the action, or uh, when he behaved in a way that did jeopardize people's lives, not 24 hours later, his family is condoning and some Lamborghini owner is supporting him being in the passenger seat getting exactly what he wanted. Now, a lot of dopes and villains here in this story. And, and I hate to speak in such strong terms, and I know that everyone lives their lives differently and discipline's different and times are tough and raising a family's not easy. I'm just learning about that myself. But oftentimes, there is behavior which warrants no excuse, which merits no excuse. And this is just that behavior. How the heck, how is anyone involved in this story okay with this boy, this five-year-old boy who has demonstrated an incredible lack of discipline, giving him exactly what he wanted? Exactly what he wanted. Well, I mean, I guess they didn't take him to California to buy a Lamborghini, which was his initial goal. Uh, but he is there driving a Lamborghini. It blows my mind. I think it's deplorable. I Maybe I'm sounding like an old grumpy old man and I should just lighten up. Uh, but no, 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 no. Absolutely not.
Not on the roads where my mom drives and my wife drives and my friends and coworkers drive. No, you do not reward the little snot-nosed kid that put their lives in jeopardy. You don't do it. And if you're a Lamborghini owner, maybe they're a special breed or something, but your first instinct better not be to contribute to rewarding this type of behavior. I'd point out, too, that in the in the footage you weren't able to see, obviously, because this is radio, but Mike Anderson had a clip of the joyride itself where the boy is sitting in the passenger seat of the Lamborghini. Uh, the, the Lamborghini owner there is driving it. And the boy in the passenger seat is sitting there on the lap of his sister. That's not legal, you know. They were driving on public streets. That's not legal, you know. Uh, you you got to have everyone buckled into their own seat. That's a, that's a side note. That's a, that's a tangent of this already inexplicably mind-boggling, awful story. Now, who knows? Maybe I'm worked up uh, for no good reason. Or maybe it's because I can't afford a Lamborghini myself, and so whenever I see someone enjoying one, uh, I take umbrage. Well, who knows what it is. What I do know is that the law was broken, that lives were jeopardized, and that behavior somehow by a cohort of people was rewarded. I hope the lesson learned here is that uh, sometimes you get away with stuff. I hate to admit that, uh, but what happened here is that, uh, you know, lives were spared by the disobedience of this young boy. All right, I'm going to calm down. Uh, I shouldn't get so worked up over a little kid driving a car, should I? Or should I? Yeah, I think I should. Uh, We're going to take a break. In a moment, when we come back, uh, we're going to be talking about a task force which has been formed, a task force to look at uh, China-America affairs. It's been made up by a number of members of Congress, including two congressmen, from Utah, two men I know very well, uh, and in fact, we'll be speaking to one of them next. Representative Chris Stewart will be my guest in just a moment. Let me tell you something about these task forces. Task forces. I I worked in Washington D.C. for a long time, as you know, and I saw many of these task forces uh, assembled. And the truth is about many of them is that they are put in place really just to uh, just to, to send out a press release, to get a few headlines, to uh, let constituents know that uh, this legislator or that legislator cares about this issue or that issue. But in this case, that is not the truth. In this case, a group of lawmakers have come together. They have laid out some objectives. They have set aside time. They have set aside resources. They have dedicated staff to look at exactly what China is doing and how their behavior is impacting our lives and livelihoods here in the United States, both in terms of our health and our economic well-being and all of the above, not to exclude the coronavirus. My guest next is Chris Stewart. He'll be calling in, joining me here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. KSL News Radio.